Welcome to Concafe. This is our devotional for Monday, the 11th day of October, year of our Lord, 2021. We're looking at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 35 to 45. Mark is believed to be the first gospel to be written down. Supposed to have been written by Mark. It serves as a foundation for what Matthew and Luke later put together, and the three together form what we call the Synoptic Gospels meaning the three kind of share a common theme and common history of the events in Jesus's life. And Gospel of John came along as the fourth and spiritual gospel, and it was placed right smack in the dot, right smack the, and it was placed right in the middle of what was once one volume or believed to be one volume, which was Luke and Acts, because John did a little better job of speaking on the Holy Spirit, a little bit more explanation. And so it allowed Luke to do its part. And then John comes in, talks more about the Holy Spirit. And then you know how Acts begins with the birth of the early church and the coming of the Holy Spirit in chapter 2. But Mark is a very, very precious gospel, very powerful gospel. And what we're going to study today is just as equally important and special to us. I'm calling the devotional special seating for Christians. Ask the question, what special privileges do we as Christians have or do we expect them? And uh, I hope this speaks to our hearts and more importantly to where we need to be or where we believe God wants us to be. So, so hear now the word of God from verse 35 of Mark chapter 10. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. Sounds more like a 10-year-old than two disciples. And Jesus said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand, in your glory. Not 10-year-old at all. More like eight. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism of with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left hand is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers, lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. This, their friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, thanks be to God. Well, a blessed and happy Monday to you all, Con Café family. And may this be a day of great joy for you, dear listener. That's my prayer for you. Now, entitlement and special privileges for Christians seems like an oxymoron, and it is. As we will look at that, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Now, most everyone, there are some exceptions, but most of us listening uh, enjoy special privileges now and then. Like good seats at special events or free admission to places where you thought you might not even get to enter and an unexpected job interview for a job you only dreamed about having, and the list goes on. Thinking back on my childhood in Kingsville, Texas, I had a connection with the box office lady at the Texas Theater. She was my grandmother's employer, and so if she was on duty, I would get in free to see the movie of the week on Saturday. 
That saved me 10 cents, which in those days could help me buy a candy bar and a Coke because they were a nickel each or a bag of fresh hot popcorn for 10 cents. And if I had brought along an extra nickel, I could add it to the dime and splurge on a hot dog. But usually I didn't like or trust theater dogs. So I don't think I ever bought a hot dog there at the Texas Theater. Years later in Houston, my father uh, landed a job at Rice Stadium. And he was one of the guys that would direct you where to park uh, before sporting events. And uh, that was great because on Saturdays I would get to see Rice University football. Okay, they rarely won. But the bands I got to see, oh man, the Rice Owl Band, the Fighting Owl Band, in and of itself was an awesome centerpiece of each Saturday as far as I was concerned. And I believe I was there the first or maybe the only time that the Owl Band formed a fire hydrant when they were playing the Aggies. And as they were playing, I think, the Aggie theme, they raised their right hands as if they were indeed dogs uh, and doing what dogs do on fire hydrants. What a scandal that caused. And then on Sundays, I got to see the Oilers whenever they played a home game because in those days they were using Rice Stadium before the Astrodome was complete. Yes, I told you I was old. And then there were others, but the point of the request of these disciples is what the passage is all about. They came to love and trust Jesus. Don't ever think they didn't. They didn't fully understand him. I don't think they truly did until after the resurrection. But they did come to love his mission and purpose and knew that great things were indeed going to come as a result of his preaching, his teaching, and his miracles. And whatever it was, they wanted to be a part of it. I think you and I would be pleased just to be included in it. But these two, well, as I mentioned earlier, they had a grander dream and scheme. Grant us to sit, one at your right hand, at one at your left, in your glory. That's it? That's all you want, boys? <laughs> Think about that. They knew something good was coming, and so they said, well, yeah, you know, Jesus is going to be the center of it. I want to be on his right. You can be on his left. Wait, hey, no, I want to be on his right. You be on his left. And you can see how that would have gone. It's here that Jesus hints at what's ahead for those two and for himself and for the other ten. He simply says, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? In those terms, yes, most of us would say, yes, we would be able. Because we'd be thinking, well, it's just the actual physical act of drinking from the same cup. But being baptized in the same way of Jesus, we're talking wine and water. And though they said yes, Jesus agreed and added that they, wouldn't be drink they would indeed be drinking from the same cup and would be baptized with the same baptism, but I don't think they fully grasped until it finally happened to them what that meant to drink from that cup and to be baptized as the Lord. But Jesus said to sit at my right or left hand, that is something that's already been determined as to who it would be. In other words, it's not going to be you too. The scene doesn't end there because the other ten found out what these two are asking, and they attack them. Jesus becomes the referee again, and he compares them to Gentiles, which is not a good thing, for they, the Gentiles, like to lord their authority and act like tyrants, Jesus said, and not at all what Christ followers do. Jesus' view was never a worldview, friends. His was a kingdom view, 
Notice what he said. Whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave to all. For some that does not make sense, and for others it makes all the sense in the world and beyond. The Christ attitude, you see, dear brothers and sisters, is the one that seeks to serve others and to give even one's life to save others. The Christ attitude is the servant attitude that allowed Jesus to be the Messiah in the only areas of life that matters, and that's the eternal. So, the special seat for Christians really don't exist here except for those who serve. The best seats will be in glory, in paradise, in heaven, when Christ will invite us to sit at the great banquet. And every seat, hear this, every seat will be a great seat. The worst seats will be those not at the table, but at the other place. And I put other place in quotes. For those, like the rich man, who only knew to choose themselves and ignore the poor, like Lazarus. Ours is to seek the needy, the overlooked, the unseen, and the hungry, thirsty, naked, and lost, and all things will be added unto us. Let's pray. God of all people, ignite in us the fire of love and compassion, the kind that gets to work in seeking and serving. Forgive us the times we have served only ourselves and our needs. Help us to bless everyone in need. May we truly have not, the, not only the mind of Christ, but his hands and feet to seek and serve those who need it most. In his powerful name we pray. Amen. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. I pray this has blessed you and made you aware of what it is that we need to be doing today. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And I, seek, I pray that today you seek the perishing and rescue them. Again, if this has blessed you, share it with, with others. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Adalia Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.